Welcome to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Hostfully is a property management and guest experience software for short-term rentals that helps management companies, large and small, scale their vacation rental businesses. With features designed to help manage and grow property management operations, this could be the solution for you. Use the promo code VRF100 to save $100. Let's get started. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Today, I am talking to Bart Sobies, who hails from Australia, however, working more and more in the North American space. He is the founder of iBooked Online and The Accommodation Show, and he is going to be talking with me about direct booking. I met Bart at the Direct Book Show in Miami and was very much taken with his vision of the direct booking future for hosts and managers. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, I'm super delighted to be back with you once again as I'm speaking to you from my winter home in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I had the absolute pleasure today to spend nearly four hours with my friend Amy Highnote. We had lunch, we explored everything about the business as we knew it and about the business as we know it now. And yeah, great conversation. I will be having Amy on the show before too long. We will be having a very frank discussion about the business and our industry. However, for, for today, I am talking to another entrepreneur, and this is Bart Sobies, who is calling in from Australia. I met Bart at the Book Direct Summit in Miami in a, about a month or so ago. And he had flown in to talk to people about direct booking. Obviously, that's why we were there. And then he went on to the VRMA conference in Las Vegas, which unfortunately I wasn't able to attend. But I understand that he networked fully while at that show and has gone back to Australia with renewed passion for this business and for helping people to build their businesses. And that is what he does. So without further ado, let's go on over to the interview where I talk to Bart Sobies of iBooked Online. Well, I'm super happy to have with me today, Bart Sobies. And we are, he's, he's in Australia. He's in fact, the day after I'm recording, which is really a bit weird. You know, Bart, I've never really got to grips with time changes at all, which is probably why I was 30 minutes late for this recording. So whatever. Thank you so much for joining me. And, you know, from the other side of the world. 
my absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, Heather. Um, and yes, we are a little bit upside down in terms of time. It can get really confusing for people as well because we are a day ahead, literally. So if you talk to me on a regular basis, what can happen is you start to think that your day is Friday, but actually it's Thursday and then it gets super confusing. So all good. Half an hour is nothing. Half an hour is nothing <laughs> in my business. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still that old school that still finds it fascinating that you can actually see somebody that's in the other side of the world. You know, I'm still of that old school is that you put a piece of paper in a fax machine and think it's going to come, you know, out the other end, that same piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, old I'm, school. I'm 100% with you. Like, I mean, even if it's old, I don't think that's the thing. I mean, like the fact that I can call any of my friends anywhere around the world and they can respond within seconds or send me a picture of their kids or sing me a happy birthday song it, it's just absolutely mind-boggling and how fast it works so i don't I, think it's an age thing heather i think, I, I think I know. everyone should be should be surprised about this stuff and i'm on campground wi-fi as well which is just you know that that's mind-blowing too but anyway that's another thing <laughs> So anyway, Bart, we had the pleasure of meeting face to face just a few weeks ago at the yes. Book Direct show in Miami. And that was an absolute pleasure. And I have to say, you know, you you, you came across pretty well after 36 hours of being up and, and just one or two beers. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, the, the adventure of traveling all the way from Australia through to Miami and then to, the, to Las Vegas. I went to VRMA as well. It was mind boggling. The adventure through from Miami to Las Vegas was absolutely huge and the, the travel time is massive. So uh, I've got a top tip very on, which is in terms of jet lag. One of the things that you want to do is get a flight in the evening and land in the morning. So if you're even if you're traveling for 20 hours, you want to take off at sort of like 6, 7, 8 p.m., even later, and then land in the a.m. So for me, it was 10 p.m. that I took off, landed at 5 a.m. in Miami, and the trick is to not eat food when you get on the plane. So don't do the alcohol. Don't do all that stuff because that's what messes up your body clock. And that's the thing I learned before I left. And I did it both ways. And then the jet lag wasn't too bad. Excellent. Well, it was so great to meet you. So let, let's kick off. Um, can you share how you got into this business in the first place? Because I, I've seen you there on forums and on Facebook groups and you know other areas around the internet for a number of years now, but I never really found out how you got into this business. And it's a question I ask everybody that I have on the show. Yeah. So I'm the founder of iBooked Online. Our, our primary function is to help accommodation businesses with their websites, with their marketing, with their book direct strategy. So that's where I kind of fit into the short-term rental puzzle. Now, uh, it doesn't mean getting into it. It's actually an interesting story. Uh, I started this roughly around about 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, as time goes quickly. And uh, we were doing this for restaurants. So we used to call up restaurants and say, hey, we think that people will want to order food online. And the restaurant owner would say, no way, mate hang up the phone and be like, there's no way anyone's going to order food online. So we were just basically building websites for these restaurant owners so that people could order online and no one believed in it. And then now we've got Uber and we've got all the other companies that are doing this sort of thing. So that was 10, 15 years ago. And roughly about three years ago, I saw a, that there was the same issue happening with Airbnbs and STRs where people like will go to Airbnb to book their accommodation but when it comes to direct, there's no real great solution for the small business owner, 
for people that that have one room or five rooms or 10 rooms or 10 doors, there's just nothing out there that's sort of scalable, that's at a, a reasonable cost. And that's how I got into it, just saying, hey, we can apply those same principles of building a website for a restaurant, but actually build it for accommodation owners. I remember I was running a property management company and it was probably about 10, maybe 12 years ago. And we, we were all, all book direct at that point. And there was a company that was advertising properties. It was called um, Canada. I, I can't I can't honestly remember the name now. We worked with them for years. But this uh, the, the owner of that company said to me, the time is coming where everybody will book online. And I said, no, 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 they won't. That you know, people will not book without talking directly to an owner or a manager. And I was really stuck in my ways at that time. And it it came upon us very, very quickly. The whole booking online and you know, people wanting instant gratification. If they decide on something, they want to to book it then and there. You know, it took me a while to to get into it. Yeah, and there's the other side of it as well. So one is just the booking part, but the other part is the getting information, right? So pictures, right? So even in restaurants nowadays, there's this whole movement right now where, you know, you go to the restaurant, you've got the paper menu, but you've got no idea what you're actually ordering. So you might actually go look at the the, the images that other people have taken on your phone to try to figure out what this breakfast is going to look like or what the steak is going to look like. And so that's where this this thing is moving, where not only is it about the gratification and getting the booking, but actually the information and getting everything that you need in one place and, and things like reviews, right? Like reviews is something that you now it's all centralized in one place and you can put it onto your website. Um, so there will be more and more changes as we can provide better quality information to our guests for them to be able to book and to make the right decisions for them. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> well, exactly that. We've jumped straight into direct bookings and, you know, booking generally off the OTAs. Why is this something that you got into? Most people certainly um, here in North America, you know, that they're out there talking about making your millions with passive income because you just put everything on Airbnb and, and let it roll. So why is it that yeah. you're so passionate about direct bookings? Because it's a little bit old school. Yeah, look, that's a that's a fascinating question. And look, I'm not a, uh, I believe in direct bookings, but I don't believe it at the expense of other channels. <laughs> I see direct bookings as one of the different methods of getting guests to come and book with you. The reason why I'm passionate about it is because I understand the real value of getting people to book direct because you can build a much better relationship with your customers. You can have a much better experience, a lot more seamless, because if you're booking on Airbnb and they come to your place, then it's an Airbnb experience. So you can create an experience which is your own and your own brand. And then lastly, I really think a lot about the business owner and what they're trying to create. And a lot of people put their whole lives into their into their business. It's not just passive, right? Like that's the dream is to have a passive income. It doesn't work like that. You have to really be in it all the time. Think about it. And if we can give them a brand, if we can give these people a database of all their customers that they can then uh, go back to and reach out to again, then you've got something that actually has a tangible value that you can then sell as an actual business. So direct bookings, it's not just about that whole saving 15% commission. It's actually about building a much more solid foundation of the business to create value to then hopefully be able to sell it as a whole in the end. 
So that's kind of where where I sit. And the, the other thing that I wanted to really address with why my passion about direct bookings is because I understand that for most people, understanding technology and how it all works, it's impossible, right? Like I even struggle with it and I have a whole team that supports me understanding how all the technology works. But then you as, a, as a, an accommodation owner and manager, you're dealing with the guests, you might be dealing with homeowners, you might be dealing with banks, uh, handymen, and all these different operational issues that you've got. Then the guests come in, you've got all of that. You're trying to create a fantastic experience. And the last thing you've got time for is to think about a book direct strategy. So I'm passionate about it because I can answer those questions for people without them having to uh, overthink it. So we kind of just build these solutions at scale. Uh, anyway, I won't digress into that, but hopefully that answers your question. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was weaned in this business on direct bookings because when I started out, there wasn't any other choice. Mm. So I guess one of the fortunate yeah. ones, because I was there for the 10 years before HomeAway, for, for those who remember HomeAway before it became yeah. Expedia, before it became Verbo, um, and a long time before Airbnb. So I, I, th- I always feel that's a, that was an advantage to have been there before we knew exactly what direct booking was all about and how to do it. And in fact, when I sold the company back in uh, um, earlier this year, it was still pretty much 95% direct bookings because we never really veered away from it too much because of the brand that we created and the audience that we'd built. Yep. And they, that audience that you built had a loyalty to you, right? And that was like a historic loyalty over time. And building that loyalty to your brand is incredibly important if you want to maximize revenue <laughs> um, over the business, over its lifetime. Because not only for direct booking, so you're looking at people that are coming in, they're looking to book, but all of that repeat business is absolutely massive. And every single year that you're in business, you should have more and more repeat customers coming back because they've had a fantastic experience with either the one property or your brand as a whole, or you as a person, they really enjoyed interacting with you. So like, I trust Heather, I'm going to go back to her particular properties. So that's all the stuff that you miss when you're just using an OTA is your channel. You just don't get those those relationships because those relationships are controlled by somebody else and mark my words as well it's not just going to be the regular OTAs Google is getting super stuck into this space and they will be controlling a lot of this relationship with the customer as well same with uh, Uber Eats Uber Eats they control the relationship with the customer and the restaurant and then you as a restaurant you just become a commodity mm-hmm. right you're just providing food who cares where it's from right that's a, an important point. And that longevity that you have, Heather, or that had with the business, it's so important, right? Like, because you're building that brand all the time and you would have been conscious about that. Yeah, indeed. And it's, it's no overnight sensation. Uh, this is something that you work at over time. And I think, you know, any amount of people saying you can build a business in three months, six months, I mean, maybe, but the longevity of it. And, and as you say, the saleability 
of it at the end of the day is perhaps something that, that people should be thinking about over and above the speed with which perhaps you get into the business and the industry. You know, I know that it takes work. And in fact, I just spent I just spent three or four hours with with, with my friend Amy Highnote, formerly of VRM Intel, and she was we, we were talking about this exact same thing, that it's something that maybe some people new to the industry aren't really aware of about, you know, the fact that it, it does take time. Can I bring something up which is quite topical? Of course. Heather. And this is probably because I do the podcast as well. So I've got I've got a I've got a thing that really comes to mind. There's an article that came out about uh, Vicasa. And Vicasa has identified that there's a slowdown in the market. Airbnb is starting to rumble and say, oh, there's a bit of a slowdown happening. And I don't know if I don't know what the, the term is, but like an Airbnb bust or something mm-hmm. like that um, is sort of the sentiment which is happening right now. And if it does happen, and if people have bought properties and they bought properties to invest in them to put them on Airbnb, what's going to happen is you've got all these competitors now and you don't have enough demand. So you're relying on Airbnb as a channel. And if there's no bookings there because there's not enough supply um, of customers, what are you going to do? You're just absolutely in trouble. You can't email your guests because you weren't given their email addresses. You can't call them and say, hey, come and rebook with us. What is it that differentiates your property and your business from everybody else to be able to go hey, send out an email and say, hey, come and stay with us. Yes, we'll do a bit of a discount because it's tough times or whatever, but you need to do things to create, to reduce your risk from only relying on the different channels. Yeah. To some, you know, maybe you're speaking to the converted for many people, but there's a lot more out there that are still relying on these single platforms. So we know that one of the key elements to direct booking is having a powerful website. But what needs to be on that website to make it a powerful conversion machine? Yeah. Look, um, it's a, a, a super long answer, but I think for the value of the audience to say, hey, what do I need to think about? What do I need to do? I'll break it down into a few few steps. And one of them is you just need to keep it simple. That's the, the primary thing. You need to understand that your website is designed to get people to book and you need to be clear and very intentional about that. You need to tell people that you've hit the right brand. So If you're looking for accommodation in Orlando, Florida, that's what we do. Um, If you want to book, we're going to make it super easy. And here are the value propositions as to why you want to book with us. That's the the first part. The second part is you want to identify your customer avatar. So you want to know who's coming to stay with you. And being a short-term rental business, you need to be super careful and not try to cater to everybody. So if you if your primary markets, your primary drivers of people to book with you it is because you're pet friendly, you want to leverage into that. If you're targeting couples, you need to leverage into that. If you're targeting families because your properties, they've got three, four, five bedrooms, you want to talk to those people. And what you do at the top of your website, you'll say, you'd either have some imagery of some families staying and you'll say, hey, are you a family looking for a fantastic getaway by the beach? We're going to cater for you. We're going to look after this. So you need to be super intentional with the website because otherwise people will hit it and they'll go, well, this is too difficult. I'm seeing pictures of couples and pets. I'm looking for a family getaway and you haven't spoken to me straight away. So it's the second thing. So one is keep it simple. And when we say simple, be careful with blogs, be careful with putting newsletters and pop-ups and all this extra information, the weather, 
like people don't need to know that when they're coming to book accommodation, they just want to book accommodation. The second one is the avatar. And then the third one is, is actually performance. And this is something that doesn't get talked about enough, but performance is critical. You need it to load fast. You need to make sure that it's optimized correctly for mobile because otherwise, you know what, one, they'll just click away or two, they won't trust your website. They'll say, oh, this just loads slow. It's going to break. They're going to steal my credit card information or whatever. How can I trust this business if their website just isn't working to the standard that an Airbnb website would, right? You know, that thing loads fast. So those are my sort of the, the key fundamentals to then get them to, and then obviously the all the trust signals and checkout and all this kind of stuff, which we can come back to if you like. But those are those three fundamental things um, that I would say are most important. So I'd like to talk about, you said we could come back to this. I'd just like to talk about trust, trust signals, because I think that's super important. You know, mm. if uh, people are, you know, Airbnb and VRBO and the other larger online travel agencies are talking about trust all the time. This is why you should not book direct because these people out there trying to get you to part with your money cannot be trusted. So it, it is important that that you give some of these trust signals and how do you recommend that people do that? So it's a, it's a multifaceted approach, of course all the way down from kind of the top of the funnels, looking at social media presence and and what you're doing at that particular part of the sales funnel. So when we talk about sales funnel, um, for those that don't know, you have sort of the, uh, the top of the funnel, which is an aspirational traveler. They're, they're just dreaming of where they're going to go. And that's a nice place for you to, to be in their social media feed so that when they, they get towards the bottom of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel is when they're ready to book, they're like, yep, we're going to go in December for Christmas to X location. You want to make sure that you're the one who is the, the front of mind. So as you're going through that funnel, you've got many opportunities to create trust. But then when you get to the website itself and they get to the last part of the funnel and like, okay, we're going to book, what can you do to solidify those trust signals? So of course, reviews are incredibly important. You should not, and this is categoric, you should not get reviews, copy and paste them and put them on your website. People will see straight through it and they'll know that you've picked the best reviews. And it's kind of a little bit of a moot point. However, if you were to get a widget which displays all of your reviews from Airbnb, from a VRBO, from Google, and you have that as a widget on there, then people can look and go, oh, okay, cool. They've got good reviews and they can scroll through it and they can get more, more, uh, more information. So that's one of the things that, that we do and we find very effective. Other things, contact numbers, email addresses, that's very helpful because then they know that there's someone to talk to. And actually, this is an interesting one, Heather. If we actually go back and we think about it, when we talk about Book Direct, and there's this one, I guess, maybe a fallacy is that Book Direct is all about the website. Book Direct is not about the website because you actually find that half the people actually pick up the phone and, and book over the phone, if not more, because they want to have a chat with someone. And if you if we have time, I'll come back to that and why I think people are doing it because we've done some research about it. But uh, for trust signals, we've got the reviews, we've got the the phone numbers, um, a strong brand, of course, and a fast loading website, your SSL certificates um, to make sure that it, it looks safe. And then the last one is payment. Payment is an incredibly uh, powerful one. You know, are you 3D secure on your on your credit card payments? How can they pay? So it's important to let them know early on 
how they're gonna how you process payments stripe is a great one paypal is a great one as well because people know that they've got some sort of recourse if things go wrong so those are the three main ones for me that we always are looking at uh, to make sure that there's uh, you know people feel that there's some trust going on and then overarching as we said like you know a strong brand is, is what's going to mm-hmm. create the, the bigger trust and the last thing i want to say as well quite often when we book direct we don't know whether we're going to get to the end of the checkout process and what it's going to look like you know we get to the website like okay you get give it a go you and you get through and then you get stuck at some point or something just doesn't work and then you try one or two of these websites and then you give up forever probably with any book direct website so up front it's useful to let them know that they can book direct that the checkout works, the credit cards are all going to work, and they're going to check out just fine. So how do you do that when you say upfront? Oh, just just uh, so one is on our websites, we always put the credit cards off. We're just saying, hey, it's it's a secure payment mm-hmm. system. But also in terms of all of our links, they're all branded as book direct. So rather than just, uh, you know, inquire or whatever. So it's making sure that they know that. And then within the copy as well. Hey, family of four, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Book direct with our website. It's secure. It's easy. It's three steps to check out. Love that. Love that. In the website that we had for our property management company years, a couple of years ago, we, we, stats were showing that people were dropping out at the booking, on the booking page. Mm-hmm. That's when the most people were leaving the site. And we, we spent some time looking at it. And then we figured out we were just asking for, for way too much information. We're asking for information on the family, why they're coming or their, their, their address. And we took a little bit of advice from someone who simply said, all you want is their name, their email, a phone number and their credit card number. Start with that. Money. If you've got their money, then... Once you've got the money, then you can go back and ask for the rest of the information. And if they don't fit your profile, then just don't process the credit card. So, you know, if, yeah. if, if they're not the right... Uh, if, if it's not the right group for the property. And we changed that, and that had a phenomenal... made a phenomenal difference to our conversion rates. It was, it was just asking for simpler information, less information. I want to ask you about an About Us page, because I've always been in... A strong advocate of having a good about us page, which is personal, which says this is who we are, this is why we love this industry, this is why we want to share it with you. What do you? What? what what's your thoughts on that? Um, mixed views on that, actually. Um, whenever I'm doing consulting with clients, so there'll be some people that we we work with uh, and we build their websites. Some people already got websites, so you know we're not going to go and change something which is which isn't broken. One of the things that we do is an exercise: is try to put down on a piece of paper. What are the 20 top things that makes them who they are, right? Their particular business. Is it because you've got 24-hour customer support? Is it because you're pet friendly? Is it because there's a barbecue at every single property? Is it because you've got a pool at every property? All those different things. You're, you're trying to sort of generalize your business in a list of different things that makes you unique in a way. And then you find the best parts, and those best parts, the top five, is what we then use to build the About Us. But that also goes through to all the channels. So you've got a consistent messaging across all of them mm-hmm. saying, hey, the reason why you book with our particular company is because of X, Y, and Z. And the personality comes out of those top things that make you unique. And one of those elements might be Heather as a brand or Bart as a brand. 
right? So if I sell a book direct website, people go, oh, I'm working with Bart, fantastic. But there'll be other companies where the person isn't so important. But then you might talk about the team, right? If you go into an airline's website, you're bound to see all the lovely stewards, stewardesses, and you know the company is built from those people. You're not seeing the CEO right on the on the page. You're looking at the people that are part of the business. So that's how I would build, or that's how we build the about us is actually looking at what the business is, and then converting that into the the actual copy for the for the website. But then, most importantly. It's also on all the channels, that same messaging so that people just go, oh, this, these are the reasons why with them, with them um, and it, it, it converts to, to higher conversions overall. So consistency overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's crucial. Um, and, it, and that's what Bill, and that, I mean, you'll know this for sure, is you having the business for so long is having that consistency across all your different plat- platforms and your messaging gets them to book direct with you because they want to come back and have the same experience again. I am going to take a quick break from my interview with Bart right now to go across to the president and co-founder of Hostfully, our sponsor. David Jacoby is answering one of the most common questions we hear from property managers when they consider switching to a new property management system or they're starting up for the first time. Well, great to be back with David again. I want to talk about the quality of support. It's a hot topic for managers. How does Hostfully manage support issues? Yes, I agree. We've made a a big commitment to that. We talked about this on another question, and we've really doubled down on our support. So we have a huge team that's actually all over the world, and it's internal. It's not outsourced. And we provide 24-7 support by online chat, by email, and we get incredible ratings uh, from our customers, 96% customer satisfaction for that. Uh, We also have an awesome onboarding team. So right when you come on board, you're working one-on-one with an onboarding specialist for support at at the beginning stages. They know everything about your account and make sure you're getting set up. We don't just leave you with help articles, although we do have awesome help articles, but we have a person who's holding your hand. And that's really important because this is complex. Flex, right? Listing on multiple channels, connecting your dynamic pricing company, connecting your payment provider, integrating with your cleaning and turnover management, getting your report set up. It's hard. And, and we want you to have a person there to help you through that process. And then on an ongoing basis, you have a great customer success team as well that's proactive and not just reactive like our support team, but they're making sure you're utilizing all the features in the platform. That is great. I love all those comments on support. Thank you for that. Well, thank you, David Jacoby of Hostfully. Now back to my interview with Bart Sobies. Let's just talk about conversion a little bit more because, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about trust signals. We've talked about making it easy for, for people to book. And, and we've talked about the, you know, upfront indications of, I I guess, the trust about uh, Booking Direct. What else can a host do to help that traveler convert, help them convert from that looking to, to, I I hate that, looking, converting from looking to booking, but it it, it always works, doesn't it? (laughs) You know, how can, how can people increase those conversion rates? Yeah, look, I think there's a few things. If we go about like 
things that people can literally go and do after listening to this episode or whilst they're listening. One is your site title. Make sure that you let them know in the site title that's the official website and they can book direct. Because when it comes up on Google, you've got all the different search results and you're going to have uh, results that are different OTAs and different channels. And if you say, hey, official site, book direct, they're going to, all right, cool. So they've already, before they even got to the web page, you've already put in their minds what it is they're going to get receive. And they're all right, cool. Okay, now. So you've created less friction for them to go, oh, what is this? Is this another one of the OTAs? Is this another channel? What, what am I expecting to get here? So that's um, one of the things that I definitely recommend in terms of mm-hmm. capturing those conversions and getting them all the way through. There's what we do in the back end, and I can't kind of reveal all, all of the secrets, but we, we track all the visitors that come through to the website. So then we can remarket to them and to get them to come back through. That's another sort of strategy, which is super useful. And you can tie that into all sorts of different bits of software. And then you can also tie that back into your marketing funnel. So that increases your conversion. So people that don't book that particular time, you're then getting them to come back and to, to book again. The other bits and pieces for conversions is just making sure that you're very clear with your messaging and that you're talking to your audience. So that they know that they're going to be safe and they can book. So it's kind of a, a it's a, encapsulates all the things that we're looking at there. So if you were to go and look at your website right now, you just go and say, hey, am I talking to the person who's most likely mm-hmm. to book? And you'll find that 90% of websites don't. 90% of websites that I see will say, Orlando, Florida, accommodation. It's like, okay, great. Not speaking to me. So yes, I need accommodation in Orlando. We know that. Fantastic. Got to your website. It's probably in the title anyway. But what I want to know is, does it cater for me because I'm a business traveler? I want to know that. I want to know that thing. I'm a business driver. Click here. Great. Cool. And then you you push them through. So those are the kind of the top things. And then the last one, you kind of nailed it, the, the checkout, right? So you want to make sure that they know where they are in the booking process. And then on the checkout, don't overcomplicate it because uh, the OTAs have already got all of the customer details and they're probably logged in. So it's just one click to checkout. You're asking for quite a few clicks quite a lot of information to get them through to the actual end of the checkout process. So that's kind of where you want to try to um, uh, minimize that. And the other one which has come up recently is be very transparent with what the final cost is going to be. Because if you wait to the end and then they find out they're going to drop off very quickly because they'll just get pissed off. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to, to go back on a, on a couple of these things. Once you, you talked about track visitors and remarketing. I was on a site and I can't even, can't even remember what the site was the other day and I got to the checkout page and then some squirrel came along and I I went off on another tangent, as you do, as everybody does. And then within about mm, two hours later, I got an, an, an email message. So I must have filled in my, you know, they must have had my email address, but I got the message saying, hey, I think you forgot something. You were halfway through booking or, mm. or buying this mm-hmm. and we haven't heard from you. So maybe you forgot. And we started doing that on our website. It's called cart abandonment message. Um, so somebody's abandoned the cart yes. halfway through and then you can send them a message to just remind them that they were halfway through booking. You know, what was it stopped them? And we found that to be super, super effective. The other one I wanted to pick up on 
was uh, you mentioned Orlando and being clear with messaging as to your target market. You were sat in the room when, when I did the presentation with Jody at in Miami and we asked for, we were talking about lead magnets and we asked for some scenarios and um, somebody asked about Orlando. You know, I'm in Orlando. There are masses of uh, vacation rentals here. How do we stand out? How do we do something different? And, you know, one of the suggestions was, was, you know, not everybody that goes to Orlando wants to go to Disney. You know, it might be grandparents who, you know, if, if you targeted those people, the people that don't want to, that may be coming with families, but aren't going to Disney, maybe they want to go play golf. Maybe they want to go and see museums. Yeah. So it's, it's that be clear yeah. with the messaging on, on who's coming and that can bring you more conversions. Just wanted to add that in because I remember you mentioned Orlando yeah, and that just triggered me. Yeah, yeah, funnily enough. So uh, the person that mentioned uh, Orlando was Dennis from Cassiola, who I talked to two days ago. And for some reason, Orlando seems to be my my magnet at the moment. Everyone from Orlando seems to be calling me. I want to go back to the card abandonment for a second and, and that technology, which is there. So one thing that a lot of people might not realize, when you start filling out a form on a website, Quite often, or there is technology which is available, which can allow the website to grab your information as you're typing it in, rather than just after you've hit submit. So if you type in your email address first, then it'll grab that email address, put it into the database, so that if you do abandon the cart, then they can go back to you and say, hey, you forgot mm-hmm. to, to fill out the form and that sort of thing. It's, um, I, it's very common on a lot of software platforms that it there to generate leads because people will get through and they might get through and they might put in their name, their address, their phone number, and they get to the credit card and that's when they abandon. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? Actually, I'm going to do something else or I'm going to change my plans. So super useful. I don't know anyone in the book direct space that's doing that just yet um, of capturing and putting into the database, but uh, it's a useful tool mm-hmm. to have. When you're in a super competitive environment like Orlando, you've got to work a bit harder in terms of your brand and figuring out where it sits within the marketplace. And that's some consulting work, which we'll be doing is figuring out, all right, we've got 500 properties. How do we segment this correctly so that then we're giving the right messaging to the right people as they come through. So we have that differentiation. So it's going to become a little bit of a different product for not just, Hey, we've got accommodation, but Hey, we've got accommodation, which is super suitable for, a business traveler. So we are going to put in the ring light and the desk and the high-speed Wi-Fi for, for, for this particular cohort of people. If it's a family that's traveling, we're going to make sure that there's some goodies for the kids or a relaxing pack for mom or whatever it is that that's going to sort of target that niche. So then you segment it because you can't have, you know, you're talking about workspaces, but they're going for a family holiday. So you just need to figure out your markets a bit and then segment it down. Book Direct will not get you all of your customers in this particular way. But if you can get 10, 20% of your customers from, from one part and then another pool, which could be traveling workers or whatever, um, sorry, um, like hospital staff and that sort of thing, then you've got that funnel. So you're just creating different um, mm-hmm. funnels and segmenting the business out, especially if you're at 500 properties. You have to think about it in a different way because otherwise you're trying to be just like an OTA and you'll never be an OTA because they just have more stock. Their mm-hmm. business model is different to yours. They've got more options. They've got more filters. They can do far more. And they've got you know billions of dollars spent on technicians making their platform better. So what you want to do is you want to get whatever you're doing, figure it out, do it really well, 
better than all the competitors. And that will drive people in. And also that will get Google driving traffic to you because they'll see that you've optimized your search terms for that particular cohort. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, let's move on over to, and I, I, I hate negativity, but you know people do make mistakes <laughs> when, when they're first looking at that direct booking. What would you say the, are, the, are the mistakes that people make most often when they consider yeah. their strategies? Yeah. So just so everyone knows, I did get this question before the, the, the interview. So I've had a good think about it. I'm like, what are those mistakes? So uh, a few things. I think I touched on it before. The, the top one is don't be an OTA. Don't be an OTA. Don't be an OTA. Like you're not going to win that game. So what generally happens, you start to add properties and you talk about how great your business is. And now you've got 10 properties, 20 properties, 30 properties. No one cares. No one cares if you've got 20 or 30 properties. They want to know whether they can book and whether what you've got is going to suit them. So if you're showing them properties that are relevant to them, it's going to be a problem and they will drop off. They just don't want it. It's too complicated. So that's uh, the number one thing. Um, the second thing is, oh, what was the second thing? Uh, I'm going to look at my notes. Be careful when you're engaging a website designer. So quite often what will happen is you'll go and you'll talk to a website designer and they'll say, oh, what do you want on your website? And if you're in accommodation, it's, that's not the conversation that should be happening. The conversation should be happening is, oh, you want a book direct website? Let me tell you what we've got and how it's going to work and why we're special and what, how we've optimized it. So be careful with going to web designer because and, and giving them a, a spec sheet of things that you want because the problem with that is that you are not a web designer and you don't really know what it is that you want because you've never done this before in your life. So you're kind of going with their advice and then it kind of becomes this hodgepodge of not working. Um, that happens an awful lot. And then you figure out that you can't sync your calendars and then all of a sudden the price labs doesn't work and you're like, well, you know, what am I going to do? And then the third one was, oh, uh, be careful using your PMS. So don't use the, the, the native websites or book direct websites on a PMS system quite often not fit for purpose. Um, they'll get you from A to B, which is great, but quite often there's a lot of holes in that because they're built to scale and PMS systems aren't designed for, mm -hmm. for your business. They're designed to cater to too many people. So be careful with using the, 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 the one that the PMS gives you. Because quite, quite often you'll sign up and say, oh, we do a free website. And you're like, okay, take that's done. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that. I, I think we did it many, many years ago. It didn't work. I, I will say no more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that, that's great. And there's some great, great stuff here, Bart. And I just want to wrap up really before we talk about a little bit more about iBooked Online. Can you just share some of your tips for a successful booking strategy? And I know that's, that's hugely general, but uh, you've had some time to think about this. <laughs> Yeah, great. Look, um, so I, I'll, I'm just going to give you everybody the, the top three, four tips of things that I think that you could do to improve your book direct strategy straight away. One of them is look at Google My Business and get that optimized. Google's uh, investing more and more money to drive people to your book direct website and for them to become this sort of pseudo OTA uh, platform where people are just using Google to get all of their information and all of their data. So make sure that you invest in Google My Business. It's the best way to drive traffic. Second thing for book direct strategies is make sure that you're getting your customers' details and uh, um, and uh, email addresses, phone numbers. 
And a really useful one as well is try to figure out their age range. And what you want to do is when you get that age range, you want to put the year of their birth into your database, right? So if we know that they're 40 years old, they'll be built, they would have been born in the 80s. So you put 1980 in your database. And the reason why you do that is so that when they age, so when they get to 50, you know that they're 50. And then you're going to send them different marketing messages than you would have when they're 40 or 20 or 30 or 18 years old. So that person that's 18, you want to capture the fact that they're 18 so that when they're 30 years old and 12 years time, you know that they now might have a family or that they've changed their lifestyle and they might have more money, for example. So the, the database is really, really key. And then the, the just to wrap up the, the website, keep it simple. Remove it. If, if in doubt, remove it is the answer. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you, your website loads fast. And then the last one is the tr trust signals. So make sure that you're doing the things to make sure they can have confidence of booking with you directly. That's brilliant. Very succinct, concise. I wouldn't have expected anything less. <laughs> So, so what? Uh, Thank you very much. <laughs> so that was that was great. That was great, Bart. So um, yeah, yeah, let's just wrap up by talking a little bit more about iBooked Online, um, how people can get in touch with you, and you know, I, you're you're in Australia, but you know, I know from your presence in Miami and of course in Las Vegas at the VRMA conference, you are operating worldwide. So, give us your uh, pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, um, I guess anyone out there that is either struggling with their book direct strategy. So if you're under 20% book direct, then you want to be getting me, giving me a phone call. If you're 30 to 40% book direct, you might also want to make it, give me a phone call. But if it's under that, you definitely want to have a chat because, um, we can, we can help hundred percent. Most of our clients will hit 30 to 40% book direct within about 12 months. And then it kind of goes up from there. We are specialists at BookDirect websites where we can do several different things. One is you can use our booking engine to then push through bookings. Oh, the other one is we can integrate with any kind of PMS system that you're already using. Uh, and then we'll use their widget just to tie it all together. The kind of clients that we want to work with are anything from a boutique hotel all the way through to a short-term rental owner that might have one or two properties. And if you've got one or two properties, what we want to really help you with is to figure out your strategy so that you can scale correctly uh, and pick up more properties and kind of have a bit of forethought into like, well, okay, if you've got one or two, you don't know quite often what the third one is going to look like. So how do you fit that into a strategy that will work in terms of your direct bookings? So um, that's kind of where we sit and that's where we specialize. So either we can consult with you or we can build you a banging book direct website. That sounds perfect. I'll put the details of iBooked online on the show notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Bart, just don't do it on a Friday evening because when he gets to you, it's going to be his Saturday. And I th <laughs> or do you work weekends? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, let's not let's not talk about that. No, yeah, yes. Look, if you if you get in touch, we'll be we'll get in touch with you probably at any stage because look, most of our clients are over in the US anyhow. I know that I'm based out of Australia, we're uh, region agnostic. So no matter where you call us from uh, in the world, we can work with you. Region agnostic, love that. Okay, Bart, it's been an absolute pleasure. Where are we going to meet next? <laughs> I don't know. I Look, uh, VRMA next year is where my heart lies right now. Um, and then maybe a couple more events before then, just depending on how things go. Yeah. Well, I'll be in Orlando next year. So we'll oh, fantastic. talk so then. 
but I'm, I'm sure we will i'm sure we will connect again Indeed. well before then so so oh, thank yeah. you you know thank you so much for most, giving most definitely thanks so much for giving up your time and and sharing all this amazing information it will all be written up in the show notes for anybody who wants to go there take a look and uh, and get in touch with bart from there so so thank you enjoy the rest of your saturday i can't no you're you're in friday now friday. you're friday. friday yeah so enjoy friday. the rest <laughs> the end of your week <laughs> appreciate it heather thanks for having me on you're very welcome we will talk again soon yeah beautiful thanks heather Thank you so much, Bart Sobies, for spending the time with me and sharing your thoughts on Book Direct Strategies. That was absolutely great. Always great to talk to a fellow podcaster as well. Sound quality is always good. <laughs> and always good, too, to talk to somebody that, that I've, I've met face to face and haven't, you know, having done that so recently as well. So that's it for another week. Thank you so much, of course, for listening. As as I always mention, if you'd like to leave me a review, I would love that on the any pod the podcast platform that you prefer to listen on. And also, if you've got any feedback directly for me, or if there's any topics you think I should cover, or people that I should interview, even if it's you, that's fine. Just let me know, Heather at cottageblogger.com. I would love to hear from you. So enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your evening, your walk, your hike, your run, your drive, your changeover, whatever you're doing. I'll be thinking of you and I'll be with you again next week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out Hostfully, our podcast sponsor. Head on over to the Virtual Vendor Showcase where you can find out more about this incredible company. And don't forget to use the promo code VRF100 to save $100. We look forward to you joining us on our next episode. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.